This episode is brought to you by Wow Sports. That's wowwatersports.com. After starting your day on the pickleball courts, cool down with Wow Sports. Continue the fun in the lake, pool, or backyard with a giant water slide or a splash pad. Enjoy 20% off this 4th of July with discount code 4th of Wow. The code is like the digit 4, T-H-O-F-W-O-W at checkout. Visit wowwatersports.com to see the full selection of towable tubes. Towable tubes, that is a little bit of a tongue twister there. Pool floats, backyard water slides, and more. Use code 4th of Wow at checkout for 20% off. And we're live with Terrible Connection. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens, dude. The internet's not fully perfect everywhere you go, right? It's not. It's not. Um, and but why why is this connection the way it is? What are you doing right now? I'm in northern Michigan. Oh yeah, that's like the Great White North, almost Canada. I mean, it's kind of developed up here. Do you think it'd be a little bit better? <laughs> okay. Do they have? Do they just not have access to uh, fiber internet or whatever yeah. uh, yeah, else we got going on? Yeah. So I tried to solve the problem for the whole family. There's you know 30 of us or whatever, and. Uh, I was like, all right, we're doing Google Fiber, and we just we couldn't do it because uh, they didn't have it up here. Uh, and no other, there's no other fiber services. Because we have uh, a, in Arizona, we have a different one that's a fiber service, and it's pretty good. Yeah, that's what wow. I work on all the time. But I'm also traveling, so we have a double travel week on PicklePod. That's, I mean, what are the chances, Thomas, that you and I would both be out of town at the same time? Here's the thing. I'm going further up north next week. So what? I'm, I'm going to really be uh, testing the testing the waters. I, it's yeah. I'm going about as far north in Michigan as you can get. What for? Uh, my my grandparents live up there. So okay. I, have, I have a set of grandparents that live in like um, the north of the lower peninsula, and then grandparents okay. live in the tip of the upper peninsula. So I um. We're going to have Marion and Maggie Brasha join us. Here's okay. what I'm going to say. I'm yeah. looking at them and I want to add them to the stream, but it says their devices are not connected. <laughs> uh, so they can see us. They're watching us. We can't see them and we I don't, don't know, know how to add them. I don't know what their connectivity is. Let me, let me shoot them a little DM here and see what's going on. Okay. Well, Maggie and Mary are the powerhouse sisters from Major League Pickleball. One of a set of sisters, isn't there? A couple, a couple sister duos in Major League Pickleball. Uh, but yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited to talk to them. Yeah, and not not twins, just to clarify. So yeah. we can do a little bit of an intro here, right? So Maggie's actually in college right now, and I was looking it up, and I want to ask her about it, but. Looks like she's done a little like junior professional golf. So see if she's also a, a big golfer, but they're both from California. Mary just graduated college. Yep. And uh, seems like she's actually working for, for Duper now. So good gig uh, right out of, right out of school. That's right. Uh, and uh, Adam. Should we Adam? Can, yeah, Adam, if we can add them, let's add them. I, I can see them and they're looking at the screen. Like, are we going to be added? You're going to be added. Maybe I'll add you. Hello. They, uh, oh, yeah. you guys got to smush your heads together. We yeah. need to like squeeze in. I guess. Oh, oh there we are. There you go. 
Got it. Okay, just for our list. Oh, there that will yeah, do that. Hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. That might be the play right there. Yeah, right here. This is it. Then we don't have to smush in. Uh okay. Mary, raise your hand. Hello. Maggie, <laughs> then by default there. That's for our listeners, not for us. Of course, we already knew that. How are you? Good. Thanks for having us. Thanks yeah, for being hey. here. We're we're pumped to have you. I'm I'm glad to finally sort this out. Um, Mary, I think we've played against each other at least in like casual games. I was like, you know what? I'm not sure which one I've I've played against. So we finally settled that one here. Yes, I remember we played in San Clemente, I think last year, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. Just like some some rec games and stuff like that. But um but yeah, thanks for for joining us, guys. Pumped to have you. You guys know that Thomas has a pro victory uh, uh in under his belt. So I thought he was gonna bring something like that up when he was talking about playing yeah. with uh you at some point mary he, oh. yeah you, I, I leave that responsibility up to you tyson you're yeah. the one to bring that up as much as possible and then then i don't no i know i know that's uh i'm doing my job over here so yeah just for the record uh thomas has won a pro not a full event but a match right two pro pickleball matches dude. two Come pro on. pickleball matches under his belt Let's go. He didn't yes. submit for the draft at MLP, so we don't know what would have happened. And uh, yeah, but enough about Thomas. Let's talk about the Brasha sisters. We're saying that right, correct? Correct. Because that's not um, how they would say it in Italy. You know that, right? How would they say it? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> now I'm on the spot. I'm like, I actually don't know. Maybe they would. We'll have to get some Italians on the show next week. Yeah, to okay. find out how to pronounce. That's what, no, that's that'll be our number one priority. It's like I don't care who it is. Let's just get some Italians. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're sisters, but you're not twins, like Thomas said. Mary recently graduated, mm-hmm. and Maggie, you are a sophomore, or you're going to be a junior now. You're going to be a yeah, junior. Yeah, I'm a sophomore. You're a sophomore studying computer science. Yes. Okay, nice. one of those big brains. Yeah. Do you love it? Is it, is it? Are you passionate about that, about computer science? I do love it. I actually went into it like with zero experience, um, but I've always been someone who likes math and more practical stuff like that. And okay. so I just tried computer science and I really liked um, like the head of the department at my school because I go to Concordia University in Irvine. It's like a smaller private school. And so... I just really liked him and I know I got really excited about it. And then once I've been doing it this year, I really liked it. So that's okay. Uh, Mary, have you noticed a change in uh, Maggie's attitude since she found her true love of computer science? Yeah. I'm afraid she's going to trade the pickleball for the computers all the time. I'm kidding, but (laughs) you can be so talented. And you, you just graduated. When did you graduate, Mary? Like a year ago? I just graduated in May. In May? Yeah. Just, okay. Just finished. <laughs> just finished? You already did the graduation thing? You walked, whatever they do? I've never gotten that far in life, so I don't fully know like what happens as you cross that barrier. Uh, was it everything you'd hoped it would be? It was everything I hoped it would be, yeah. Like, I'm so happy to be done proud of myself, but also very happy to be done with school and can 
be on to bigger and better things. <laughs> okay. Not that school isn't big and no, better, no, okay. Maggie. Yeah. We, we, Mary also thinks school's important, but she's just got other stuff to conquer now. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you work at Duper, Mary, right? But I am working for them this summer on their marketing team. So it's really fun. But you and I have had conversations, private conversations about you and your dream to work in reality television, unscripted, as we say in the biz. Yes. As we say in the biz, unscripted TV would be the dream if I could work in reality TV game shows. Oh my gosh. It'd be so Why fun. is that? What, what, what is that? Uh, like, where does that come from? So I, I have been in reality TV and I'm going to tell you that us divas are no picnic to work with. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, in our conversation too, you know, like Maggie and I, our whole family, we are huge survivor, amazing race fans. Like we just love those types of shows. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, the backstory. It's like been watching those shows growing up and, nothing like sitting around the TV on Wednesday night and watching Survivor and um, just just a big interest in that genre. And also I went on as an audience member, Let's Make a Deal, the game show, and I wore a tomato suit. And ever since that experience of just being in the audience and experiencing the good environment, I'm like, these are the type of shows I want to work on. They are pretty fun, actually. The the There's like a camaraderie between the production crew. Like hey, they Tyson. Be, yeah? Tyson, you're just yes. going to breeze over the fact that she was dressed as a tomato on reality yeah. TV on some like TV show. I mean, we can get to all of that, but there's so much stuff like she, I would, I went to let's make a deal once too. the season. I won of survivor. We were in California with my family. I was like, we've got to find something to do. So I just called CBS. I was like, what can my family do? What show can you get us in? And they're like, let's make a deal with uh, uh, Wayne Brady is the host. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, we didn't dress up. We didn't have anything to dress up. So they just like hit us in the front corner somewhere. Uh, so did you get selected as a tomato? My friend and I actually got placed pretty close to the front and she was in a pickle suit. So, wow. Look at that. Yeah, you the should pickle. have been wearing the pickle. I should have, but she got selected and got like a fun little reward at the end of the show. So I was jealous. But she didn't win like uh, a big prize? Not a big prize. Yeah, it was one of those end deals, but okay. still cool. <laughs> yeah, it's still fun. So you got to see her on TV. She was on TV and that was exciting as everybody got together around and celebrate her for a little bit. Oh yeah, so fun. But you guys have already essentially had a, a taste of it with Major League Pickleball. I mean, is that not unscripted TV? Yeah, like Major League Pickleball is pure entertainment. Like that event was so awesome to be a part of in Austin. And um, we're really looking forward to the next events they have planned this year. Yeah, so let's, I think we touched on the, the supplemental draft a little bit. Have you guys heard any rumblings of, of teams making changes? Do you think that's going to be happening at all? I definitely think some teams may try to mix it up if they feel that would be the best thing for their team. I mean, I'm not entirely sure. I feel like Maggie and I are kind of like, out of loop going with the flow and seeing what happens but we're excited to see because i mean 
the supplemental draft, like sure, like everybody wants to win, the teams want to win, but also the human side of that is nobody wants to hurt somebody's feelings, right? So what is that conversation like if like, let's say it's us four and we have to, we're switching Thomas out. Like we tried, he just isn't, he's great. He's just not like, doesn't, isn't for us. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> it's a personality. It's a personality. It's issue. a personality thing. Yeah. Like he plays great pickleball, but like his energy is different than ours. And uh, we want someone else. Like how it seems weird. Not weird, but it's a hard conversation to have. It's not like who may, has that conversation? The captain, the owner, I guess the owner probably, right? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think if it were me, like that would be really hard to drop somebody. Like, I don't know if I could do that, but I what think if the whole team came to you, Maggie, and yeah, like, Maggie, I... we decided that you're the one that has to talk to Thomas. <laughs> I would hopefully put that off on someone else. I would not <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> it, it's but... like crazy. Yeah. It is. I mean, I guess I feel like it would come down to the captain, maybe and the owner and, I guess they would just decide what's best for the team. But I know, yeah, that'd be really hard to drop or switch somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even imagine, but I mean, if it's the team owner and you're already known that that's what's going on, then okay. It's probably, it's probably like, there's gotta be some, thing for some people. I guess they probably kind of see it coming, but still I'm just like, in my mind, as I'm picturing it, I'm like, that's gotta be super uncomfortable, like a breakup thing. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you're gonna, you gotta expect to see more of that as the, the game evolves, especially. Yeah, I mean, you have to, yeah. Is just in its infancy still. And assuming the payouts continue to increase, I mean, there's probably gonna be shuffling around eventually. Right now, I feel like the community is, is too close knit and nobody really wants to be the bad guy. So I doubt we'll see anything uh, leading up to this, this next event, but, after that, and once there's more money on the line, it could get pretty interesting. And I actually think like it might be good for for Major League Pickleball generally, right? To bring new blood in, yeah. Do well, some shuffling just, around, make it super ultra competitive and cutthroat. Yeah, I mean, if you go three, if you go three events and your team is just stagnant, you're gonna want to make a change, right? And yeah. whether that's something in terms of how you're structuring the team or or strategic, or it's, well, we need to, we need new personnel generally like that. Those are all going to be options on the table and you're going to have to consider all of them. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, that's, it's, it's business. I understand it's business and like sports are business, but pickleball is so fun that then when you picture it, like becoming a little bit businessy, you're like, ouch, that hurts extra hard because you're coming from such a fun game to then being like, sorry, bro, Thomas, you're just not good enough for our team, but best of luck in the future. And maybe Mary or Maggie, if they can't find a partner in doubles somewhere along the line at a small <laughs> tournament, we'll give you a call. <laughs> yes, Thomas. Coming in 2023. Here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go, Thomas. All right, maybe I'll make my comeback. Well, we'll <laughs> yes, here we go. Man, you heard it here so, first. So Mary and Maggie, how'd you guys get into pickleball? Who was the first sister to play? 
And then who was it? Because this is usually how it goes, right? One sister starts playing, gets obsessed, and then drags the other sister into it. Yeah, that's actually kind of how it happened. Um, we started playing back in 2020, like when everything locked down for the first time uh, during COVID. And it was actually our parents and our dad, especially, who they started playing and became obsessed with it. Right. And we had nothing to do. And like nothing was open except for um, our club Nelly Gale, where we play now all the time. But mm -hmm. they had the pickleball open. So our parents wanted us to try it. And we actually even got a net off of Amazon and like put it in our street. Mm -hmm. And like we were playing pickleball on our street. But mm -hmm. um, I was the one who was into it first. Like I thought it was super fun. And Mary was totally against it which is funny now because she's like obsessed now with pickleball but Ooh. back then she was kind of like a tennis oh, purist what is this like i'm yeah. still playing tennis but right yeah once we started playing a lot we definitely got hooked so you discovered pickleball but you have maintained your tennis careers or no i mean my goal was to finish college tennis along with school itself so okay. i mean that was just such a great experience i got to play at both dayton and biola so dayton's where the calmodo sisters actually went so that's kind of a cool connection but um the whole time i was playing tennis though i'm like i am just ready to get on the pickle tour and just like see what can happen and all that kind of stuff so i think tennis is taking a back burner now kind of <laughs> And okay. Yeah. And well, I I didn't play tennis as seriously as Mary. Like I played some junior tennis tournaments, and I was also um, a golfer. So, but I never played those super seriously. Just kind of throughout high school and stuff. So I had a lot of time for for pickleball, and still wanted to play a lot through. So school. Matt. Maggie, you're uh, you have a golf background. Sounds like you're pretty talented because the first thing I saw when I Googled you was uh, like some I don't know what is it the LSPCA some sort of like registration. So do you play pretty competitively? And then like in terms of transitioning into pickleball, what's been what have you been able to carry over? Um, I think definitely for pickleball that my tennis background helped with that. I don't really know much from golf i guess maybe like meant the mental side of golf because golf is really yeah give something to golf at least, at least <laughs> pretend that golf helps people in other ways yeah make my question look better by like <laughs> but no yeah i did play competitive golf and like through high school and then kind of just stopped after that going into college so she were your parents champion she's she was pretty what she was the league champion. Like she's pretty good. Like okay. <laughs> I so were, your, were your parents just like, how can we get these two girls to make the most amount of money as possible? We'll put one in tennis and one in golf. That will hedge our bets here. And as long as one of them just makes top one hundred in either sport, then we can just become parent managers, kick our feet up, and uh, watch them excel. Exactly. Was that was that the plan? <laughs> Yep, exactly. Exactly the plan. <laughs> was it really? Did they put you into these sports or did you find like golf and tennis yourselves? Uh, they put us into it because they both play tennis and then our dad was a really good golfer. Okay. 
But we've done every, we've done like so many different sports growing up. Like we just love competing, love sports, softball, swimming, soccer, did, did it all, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well-rounded. That's uh, yeah. I did a lot of everything too, but my parents were, my mom was a swimmer. So she was always like, you have to swim no matter what. And I was like, oh, well, it takes so much time. It's hard to do anything else. I didn't realize at the time that that was her strategy, but uh, (laughs) yeah. So swimming's not a money sport. I didn't win. Like, unless you win 19, 20 gold medals, you're not making any money swimming. Dang. Yeah. So that's okay. <laughs> I found, I found my path. That was such a sad yeah. dang too. Thomas, did you feel that? <laughs> yeah. Mary just goes, dang. Dang, bro. How have you made it in this life? Like, <laughs> barely skin of my teeth. So. All right, Mary, Mary, you've had um, quite a little run here and uh, I, I asked the community, you know, what are some, what are some good questions to ask the, the Brasha sisters? And one of them was specifically for Mary. So you've, you've had a, um, I'd just say a great amount of success of late, particularly in the last two tournaments coming off of gold here. What's been like the, did one, did you anticipate this level of success? And then what's been, uh, what's been different for you lately? Definitely did not anticipate this level of success um, so soon. Like, obviously, my goal is to win tournaments and keep working hard and just see what I can do. But I am very happy with the results. And I think singles, you know, like we said earlier, we started in 2020. We've been playing a lot of doubles. Um, we did not start with like the singles route, I guess you could say, but I've been really practicing my singles training with Dan Rodiddy, training with a lot of other players in the SoCal area and just really developing my own kind of game and seeing what I can do with it. So very happy with what's happened. <laughs> Has the, yeah, well, I would be too if I were. <laughs> had a, a fraction of that success. All right. You're using the, the new Selkirk 002. How's, how's that been with like the, the throat hole as they're calling it? I know it's such a cool look, a different kind of paddle design, but I just love the amount of power and control that paddle has. And I feel like it's, it's a great one. So I recommend it to people. Those are the, those are the, those are all the Selkirk talking points. You read them right off the script there. No, no, seriously, no. Like, uh, we are so happy to be with Selkirk because um, we recently just, we used a lot of different paddles before Selkirk and um, now I'm really happy. I mean, Maggie, you're using the... Yeah, I'm using the Power Air, which is their... Oh, is that the white one? Yeah, the white one. Yeah, it's a really interesting, interesting paddle. I just, I just yeah. got one. I'm not, it's not... Um... I'm more of like the honeycomb type of, of paddle, mm-hmm. but it's it's super interesting. My little brother really likes it. Yeah, I love it. I like how it's thinner and I don't know. I like the color too. <laughs> but not like that matters. <laughs> does it though? I mean well, like it does. You know, you have to like the way you look with your paddle. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, bring some confidence. So you yeah. said you played with a lot of different paddles before. What would you look for in a paddle specifically to make you choose a paddle to try? Okay, I'll go first. Um, yes. <laughs> I would say I want to feel comfortable dinking. First of all, because I feel like I'm popping up on my dinks. I probably won't want to use that paddle. But I also want to make sure I have 
a lot of power. So I guess just the balance between the two. But I've noticed with some paddles I've used, like I don't have as much power. And with the Selkirk, I noticed a big difference with the power, which was nice. And But yeah, definitely being able to reset and dink well too, just all around. Okay. Mary, do you have anything to add to that? Or that's your sentiments as well? I think I agree. Maggie kind of... Hit it. Okay. I have a new question that since we started this podcast, I've wanted to ask every pro we've ever talked to. And then I just never have. And I'm going to start it here now with you two. And we're going to keep it going every episode from here on out. Thomas, remind me to ask everyone, do you weight your paddle? A. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And how do you, what, what weight do you put it at? Is there a certain weight or do you just like feel it based on the balance and how you're hitting the ball? Uh, like what, how precise are you? Like every single paddle that comes in the mail, are you getting your food scale out and standing it on right on it's balancing it so you can see the weight? Yeah. You know, if I'm being honest, um, I do, yes, please. Weight, I do weight my paddle, but our dad, like definitely, at least for me, helps with the weighting like he's the one who puts all the weight on and then i just hit with it and i'm like that feels good (laughs) he's he's an equipment like person like you know he really he's a gear guy yeah 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 cool and does he balance your paddle too mary he does oh dude so what like i'm sorry we what if he's out of town or something (laughs) you get a new paddle you're required to play with it on the weekend he's out of town what do you do? Hopefully I don't have to get a new paddle. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that hasn't happened. Like we have not broken paddles, I guess you could say, or like we haven't gotten to that point, but I'm going to like think back to this and be like, what would I do? I need to like come up with a plan B just in case, you know, uh, and is the weight all along like the side? Do you put any, you don't put any at the top, uh, I actually do put it at the top. I put the lead tape like on the sides and okay. then I have two strips on the top. Okay. A little bit extra on the top. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I should have asked this question to somebody else who knew how much their paddles weighed after <laughs> the waiting, but get, where's your dad? Is your dad there? I wish he's, he's playing, playing pickleball. pickleball right? What? <laughs> okay. Dang it. <laughs> Can you text him? Just be like, dad, how much do our paddles weigh? No, this, this is the thing. I also, I have, like, I completely feel it out. I typically put it on the sides and on the top. And yeah. if someone were to tell me a number, I would have no idea. Like, the, it would just make, it'd be like hieroglyphics to me. I, w- I would have no idea what it means. But I've asked. Totally a feel thing. I've, and I agree. That's how I am too. But I asked Annalie Waters and I think she told me she has hers weighted at like eight, six or something. And so I think that there are people that weigh them specifically. I've noticed that it's dependent on the paddle a little bit as to how much weight you add. Not so just one pet paddle plays better at a little bit lighter. Uh, but I'm, I'm the same. I, yeah, I just keep adding weight until I'm like, Oh, that feels too heavy. Now I'm just going to take a little bit off. And then we're good. So it's a science. I mean, you as a computer scientist, Maggie would understand how science works. <laughs> yeah, I do. But it's like our mom just walked in. Uh-huh. And she told us ours is 8.5. She knew it. Yes. Thanks, mom. 
pickleball family over here. We are just yeah, seriously. Was that staged? Yeah. No, that yeah. was yeah, all natural. Mom comes in the house with yeah. weight. So you're both at eight five. Your paddles or are both mine. At eight, okay, I guess mine is eight two, and Mary's is eight five. Oh, your parents are? They're just like, oh, Mary's got stronger arms. <laughs> we'll make hers a little bit heavier. Don't tell Maggie. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, Maggie, maybe when you grow up a little bit, yours will be eight five. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you guys play doubles together in in most tournaments if you're both there, right? Yes. Okay. We're going to promote our own podcast here. We had Colin on, Colin Johns, and he talked about the way that him and Ben structure themselves on the court. Pretty unique, and they're, they're doing it very differently. I mean, Colin is designing his game around Ben, right? So do you look at those two and kind of use them for, for sort of, I guess, like inspiration as far as how you guys are structuring yourselves? Are you experimenting with that? Yeah, we're definitely always trying to experiment what's the best way for us to have success on the court. And like, obviously, Ben and Colin are one of the best teams out there. So I think what we really look for is like teams that have the successful chemistry as like siblings or spouses or like, you know, as sisters. Like, I think our biggest battle is like the how to play with your sister and like it's it's comfortable, but at the same time, you know, each other's personalities so well that like, right. it's trying to figure out how to translate that to the court also. And we've had our ups and downs, but I feel like we're going, we're going up, but like strokes wise and like which side we play, that's kind of always changing. It's we're figuring it out. Got it. And you're both righties, right? Yeah. Who, who plays right side? Mary. Me mainly. Yeah, Mary. <laughs> Since it's a podcast, I'm like, let me identify which sister it is. Yeah, no, that's fine. We would have done it for you. Or just yeah. like, we get like a thousand comments. In that moment, at minute 2924, uh, somebody said me. Which one was that? Uh, Thomas just said, just said the Johns as an example. Is there somebody a different duo you look at more or are studying more to that maybe they're more similar to you two or something like that or was that a great enough example uh no that's a good example and I mean honestly we kind of I don't know if we're necessarily like looking towards teams like and deciding how we play we kind of just play together and then we definitely get advice from people we play with um, okay. like what they think from an outside perspective, what would be best for us and like different strategies and who should play which side. And so that's helpful for us. Fit Aid Energy Boosts, the original sports recovery ingredients in Fit Aid with 200 million, <laughs> 200, not million, milligrams of clean caffeine from green tea. BCAAs, turmeric, electrolytes, vitamins, and clean caffeine come together in four deliciously electric flavors that are naturally sweetened with only 15 calories. It's a performance energy drink for athletes, fitness buffs, or anyone looking for a clean, effective boost. Visit lifeaidbevco.com today, and you can save 20% off and get free shipping on your first order, plus with our exclusive coupon code DINK20, that's DINK in all caps 20 at checkout. That's lifeaidbevco.com and code DINK20 for 20% off 
plus fast free shipping. The future of energy drinks is here. Welcome to Energy 3.0. Can I circle back to the paddle weight thing for just a second here? <laughs> yeah. It's in my head and I'm like, how does your dad even know that that's the weight that you feel the best at playing? Like, is he like there, like adding weight or he just adds, he's like, there you go, hon. I just know based on like your exact strength and every, and your swing and everything, this is the weight you need to play. I, I feel like our dad is just like, I don't know. He's just such a pickleball, like enthusiast. He's a good player himself. And like, he just, has that it's kind of a feel thing though i don't know if i'm answering your question well but i feel like does, having do, weight, you, do you do you collaborate with him is he like here does this feel good or is he just like here's your paddle this so, is yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah we definitely play with it go back and forth like, a little this bit feels good yeah okay leave it at that Okay. That was my question was, I didn't know if like you guys were asleep at night and he was staying up late in like the secret lair under the house, like adding weight to it with like a little dropper of liquid lead and then comes up and he's like, it's perfect. And you're like, I don't like the feeling. He's like, it's perfect. You just got to learn to play with it. That, oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That uh, would be amazing. So, okay. That makes more sense that you go have a little back and forth with him till it feels good to you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was gonna that was gonna bother me all day if I didn't <laughs> ask you. But definitely weight versus no weight. I feel like it just adds some power. You know? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think to our casual listeners who play casually, like when I started playing, I noticed the better players, no matter how hard I hit the ball on a slam, they were returning it. It didn't matter. And then as I added weight, I was like, oh, I can hit the ball way harder and make it way more difficult for my opponent to react. And so I think, yeah, to a certain degree, as you mature as a pickleball player, you add a little weight and a little weight until you finally perfected like that balance uh, that Maggie said of power and touch. So, yeah, I mean, right? Amen. Can I get an amen or amen. something? Yeah, that's right. No, I, I, I completely agree. I think it's a very easy way to change the, the pattern. Like I'm stating the obvious here, but you do just get, depending on how much weight you put, more power on your shots. And that can make a huge difference, particularly when they're at the net and you're hitting drives and, you know, they want to have soft hands and just drop it into the kitchen. Um, or even like on your, on your serves or, or your overheads, putting away an overhead easier. Like it makes a real noticeable difference as soon as you add weight. But again, um, I, I do think it work. It does matter about the, like what paddle you're, you're using for sure. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a, everything is eight, five all the time. It's like based on the paddle and mm -hmm. then adding the weight. Thomas, I have a question for you that the, Brasha sisters are going to be the perfect audience to weigh in on this. Mm -hmm. So Mary and Maggie, I get a text from Thomas last week and he sends me a screenshot of a dating app. He's on oh, and he's, he's having a conversation with a girl and he has a picture of him and I on his profile. And she writes him and says, is that Tyson question mark? So she watches Survivor or some, one of the shows that, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, Thomas never let me know how the rest of that went or anything. He's like, it's even on 
dating apps or something. And uh, you are both Survivor fans. Mm -hmm. If you came across Thomas's profile and it's Thomas and me hanging out in a, in a photo, uh, are you more likely to be interested in this guy or less likely? 100% more. more. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. Yeah, you okay. can totally be a Survivor fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, yeah, you hear that? Especially us who are Survivor fans. I mean, that's just a great topic of conversation. Yeah, you can talk about Survivor forever. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's the only message I get on there. And I'm getting a little bit sick of every time there's <laughs> me and Tyson somewhere. The, the first comment is always something about Tyson. Or even when we're walking around, we talk about this walking around at, at tournaments together and people will stop Tyson to tell him his pickleball podcast is good and then just pretend like I'm not there. Yeah. Or they'll also be like, I love the dink, Tyson. I love that you're doing that and that you own yeah. that by yourself. Yeah. I'm like, I don't own the dink at all. I have no ownership stake in it. I am purely here for the podcast. But Ed Thomas just like shakes his head. Uh, Thomas, I got bad news for you. There's a new show coming on in a week and whatever you've experienced with me so far is going to be five times that as we walk around now. Perfect. Yeah. I'm on the challenge. Did you not know I'm on the challenge CBS next week? It starts. Oh my gosh. We're going to watch. Didn't know, but yeah, we're going to watch. Yeah. It. It's on CBS on Wednesday nights, uh, right after big brother. Ooh, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Yay. Let me know what you think. Okay. You know, oh, guys identified as, as one of the biggest threats on the show. Of course. Yeah. TJ, the TJ Lavin, the host uh, said, I'm uh, one of the biggest threats or a lot of people were threatened by me, uh, which I don't know why, like I'm a pretty nice guy, but I am good at carnival games. I think that's what, yeah. Everybody's scared of is all the good carnival games I'm good at, like balancing and juggling and whatever else we got going on. Um, have you watched the challenge before the MTV version? I have not. I don't know. Okay. I just, uh, you guys are reality TV fans and I have some connections and I was going to make some connections for Mary at some point when I have conversations with people. I just didn't know if like Mary was also a fan of the challenge or the CB the CBS shows mostly survivor and amazing race. Yes. Those are the best. And I have to admit, I do, we have watched like the bachelor bachelorette too in the past, but yeah, mainly like those two are the big ones. Well, the bachelor and bachelorette used to be the funniest shows on TV. Like hands down, they were the funniest shows on TV, like yeah. uh, 40 people thinking they're all going to fall in love on TV. And like, how do they pick these people? So good. <laughs> Thomas, would you ever go on the bachelor? Like what if like, uh, you went on, you are, let's say you are the bachelor, but mm -hmm. I have to be there so that the ladies get extra interested in you. Yeah, you're the host. Oh, I'm the host. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The pickleball bachelor. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be something. Okay. So this is the worst idea we've ever had on this podcast. Come on, dude. Let's go to Shark Tank with this. <laughs> you don't think we're going to get funding for this, Thomas? I bet after this podcast airs, somebody calls us. You, yeah, you think, okay, we, we can, we can bet on that. <laughs> well, now I'm going to make sure somebody calls us. I'm going to make it happen, Thomas. I'm going to will it into existence. All right, um, Mary and, and Maggie, I want to, I want to ask you a little bit about Major League Pickleball more. So that must have been an unbelievable experience for, for both of you. 
pickleball is kind of weird in that you guys are on the the lower end as far as age goes of the the spectrum and you know there's probably an even mix within every age range up to you know 40 something years old including in in major league pickleball so how's that been sort of being the the young guns out there and kind of having to play against and and with some of these older players and like not just in major league pickleball, but you know, in pickleball generally, what's that been like for you? Um, it's been really fun. Like major league pickleball was awesome. And like, especially coming back uh, from not playing many tournaments, like the last tournament we played before major league pickleball was nationals in December. So we had a lot of time off and then we just went right back into it with major league pickleball. But I mean, getting to play against like some of the, veterans like I got to play against Simone and it's just like surreal honestly because I mean I would watch her like on YouTube and like being able to play with the best of the best is super cool and that's like kind of something that's really unique to pickleball and like as you know a tennis family I mean that just would never happen like you can't play against the best players in the world so being able to do that in pickleball was pretty awesome and like just still learning new stuff I think since we are still pretty new we just keep getting better and better and we know we can keep getting better and just learning from the other players who've been playing longer than us are you practicing with your team to get ready for Newport with so much money on the line wouldn't it make sense kind of to like dial it in perfectly or do you guys feel like already so comfortable with your team that there's no need to keep working or what, like, what is the, have you noticed like in general, the, even the other teams, are they trying to play together more, work together more, or uh, is it just like business as usual? I think something that I noticed being there in the environment is like, and I feel like every team just has, let me preface that with like every team has different, like strengths and weaknesses, but teams that like really honed in on the chemistry of their team and like teams eating meals together, like whether or not they're actually practicing. I know everyone had different times to like get into each event. That's a, that's a hard thing about traveling for tournaments. It's like, when's everyone getting in? When can we all practice? And practice is so beneficial. I mean, with your partners, but I have noticed that the teams with the best chemistry, positivity attitudes, like, those are going to be the teams to like watch coming okay. up. Okay, that makes sense. There's something to that. Then, when I I swam in college and we were required to have meals together, like that wasn't even like that was like you have dinner together the night before and you have breakfast together the morning of. Yeah, I so, mean, did you enjoy those or was? That- yeah, I mean, I enjoyed them. <laughs> I, mean, I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't. It was. Yeah, I mean the it was like a group of guys in college and we all swam. So yeah, it was definitely fun. Yeah. Uh, even pro cycling, we did that, but mostly cause we were traveling all the time together, wherever to each race. So like, it wasn't, I don't think it was required. It was just like something that just happened because we were all there. Mm-hmm. So, but I do, I do agree. I think like the, just having time and learning each other's personalities and how to vibe with each other goes a long way because you just become closer and then even if you do make mistakes like you can shrug it off or laugh about it a little bit more and it's more of uh 
yeah, it's more of a friend and family environment versus just like a business relationship. Yeah. And also the games like are just so quick. That was just some, like, you know, that we noticed, I felt like they went by so fast and like, it's just high speed, high energy. So just having that like encouragement and just cheering in the team environment that MLP creates, like that's kind of to add on to what I was saying. Like, it's just, it adds a little extra to those. Do you, do you like the format with the, with the rally scoring and everything? Is that something you hope to see more of across the board? I think it's a cool format. I think it's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's That's a neutral answer right there. Do <laughs> you hope that you see more of this format or is it like special for MLP? Keep it there, play the standard rules elsewhere. Ooh, that's how I feel. Yeah, I do think it is unique to MLP. I mean, I like best two out of three to 11, but also Same. for MLP, I feel like rally scoring is a good format because it does make it super exciting. So. Okay. Thank you for your honesty. I had to pry a little bit there, but we got two out of three, just like, and you know, coming into pickleball and what's unique, you know, I love in pickleball. It's like in most tournaments you can lose in the main drop, but then like come back to the gold, like in the backdrop. That's so cool. Like I really like that. And then, so two out of three also, let's say you have a bad, like first game, you can come back. I mean, I noticed that kind of in my singles and, this past few tournaments, like you can always just keep fighting. So there's just a difference. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I agree. I I keep meaning to try playing rally scoring somewhere. I have not ever uh, just to see, but I do also love the f- current format because it is, it's like you're down like eight to two and you're like, I still have a chance if I keep moving. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Thomas, anything else? No, I don't think so. Thanks for joining us guys. This was great. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Yes. Do you have any questions for us before we go? Or you're all good. You know everything you've ever wanted to know about Thomas and more. Do you guys have exciting summer plans? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be on TV next week for the remainder of the summer, hopefully. And uh, yeah, we're both traveling right now on vacation because, you know, we're big vacation guys over here. Big vacation guys. (laughs) But that's about it. How about you, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to just try and get my life together and get back into pickleball because I have yeah. not been playing at all, but I did play the other weekend with, uh, Leia Jansen and some other people. So that was a good, that was a good match. Um, but, uh, I need to play more regularly. Yeah. I mean, and the Brasha sisters already said that if there's a teeny tiny tournament somewhere and they don't have a mixed doubles partner already and you're there that you could be that. I'll get my duper up in the meantime. And then when that tournament happens, we can actually maybe uh, grab a bronze or something like that. You guys, you already know my plan. My plan is to tank my duper all the way down and then beat Thomas. So his duper takes a huge hit. (laughs) That's one way to do it. (laughs) All you'd have to do is get a few points off me. So it'd be like every point matters so much. I get my score, my rating down to like a two, two. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then I just play Thomas, just get as many points as I can on him. I don't even have to beat him, but if I beat him, it would be extra devastating to his duper. Yeah. Well, that'll never happen. Ooh. Okay. Thomas, you got to sign out for us. 
No. Uh, thanks, Prasha sisters. This was great. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. And they're out. <laughs>